everyone welcome to another episode of can we say it i'm beck and it's just beck and my baby daughter <laughs> at the moment um yes as han was saying in the last episode that we are going to try something different and see how we go with recording individual episodes because life can be a little bit crazy and getting schedules together can be nuts so we'll see how we go and maybe it'll be something that we that we do every now and then. Um, I did finally get to see Han this weekend, last weekend, and it's been a while. I feel like I've seen her twice in the last year because of, you know, ma- the madness of, of the world and the years and the year. Um, and she looks fabulous. I have to say she's inspired me to, to lose this baby weight soon. And, and get back into shape and she's been really dedicated and it's really paid off so if you are interested definitely listen to the last episode and she'll talk about um she talks about you know what she's done and the programs that she's followed to get her to where she's at so today I wanted to chat about my birth experience I feel like it was only just a little while ago that I announced on the pod that I was having a baby and now my baby girl is here she's almost four months now which is so crazy I feel like time is is flying with the second one and uh let's just be honest it's such a different experience when you're pregnant the second time and you have a toddler um it it was it was a lot I mean I always had bad bad morning sickness I had hyperemesis so I knew that was gonna happen this time as well but um I think it's just, you know, in the first pregnancy, you're glowing and you're relaxed and you're excited and you get to rest. And and this time around, it was like dealing with a toddler and I put on 23 kilos, which is insane. I was swelling. We were in lockdown. Uh, it was so much. I feel like my mental health was just shot. And yeah, it's just so, it was really different. I feel like everything was different this time. I I spoke about my birth experience, you know, in the earlier episodes. It ended up in an emergency C-section. Nothing went to plan. I was recovering for a couple of months and I had infections and all that stuff. But you can listen to the up to the earlier episode to to listen to that. But this time again, nothing went to plan. Nothing goes to plan <laughs> for mo- most of the time when you're going into labor and this time even more so I didn't expect this at all I was recommended to have an elective c-section and that's what I was going to do I was told I was going to have it around 39 weeks and my due date was November 5th but 39 weeks was like 29th of October so I was just telling everyone yeah I'm, I'm due I'm gonna have the baby on the 29th I kind of liked those numbers as well you know, me and my astrology and numerology and I don't know, I just was feeling those numbers. So when they told me a couple weeks, you know, before my my due date that I was booked in for November 2nd, I was like, okay, it felt a little close to my due date. And anyways, yeah, I, I definitely planned for the elective. So, you know, I had the bassinet, 
moving around. Like I had everything kind of planned around me having a C-section and the recovery is just terrible. So I was not looking forward to it, but I heard it would be better than an emergency C-section. So come to the 28th of October, it was a really stressful day. Every day was stressful. (laughs) Every day was stressful pregnant with a toddler, but more so, I, I remember taking my little one to the park. I ended up having to carry him, pushing the stroller around. I was just, it was a bit maddest. Then I, I ended up making everyone dinner that night. And I just remember not feeling great. Like I was a bit sore, get feeling a bit weird. And I remember just being hunched over trying to make like dinner that day. And then I think I lost the plot because I did my laundry. I, I, forget what happened but it ended up going through a wash cycle twice or it was clean and it was put in dirty and I I think I had a mental breakdown over over that and it was just not good it wasn't good times I was just not feeling good and I was getting these pains more often and I lay down and I said I just want to finish Real Housewives of Beverly Hills the reunion part four just to close the chapter off the reunions And how nice of my little one to wait till I finished the episode. I think it was around nine o'clock and I started getting really frequent pains. Like they were coming and going. We ended up calling the hospital, not sure if it was what it was. And they just weren't getting, they said, you know, call us if it gets worse or if it's like period pain, it doesn't sound like it's labor. And I couldn't do anything like I stood up I was trying to make the pain go away and it just wasn't getting any better so around midnight around 11 11 midnight we're like we got to go to the hospital was my bag packed no (laughs) it was half packed was my hair washed no I was gonna wash it on the weekend you know getting ready for my c-section you know was anything ready absolutely not I literally was in the car in my nightie and we rushed to the hospital and they were coming on more frequently. And I don't know what this is like because I never went into labor the first time. So get to the hospital, get to, you know, they they put me in like one of the birthing suites. And I'm just like, what do I do? I'm supposed to have a C-section, which is now going to be an emergency C-section again. And the midwives were really pushing me and saying, you know, you can have a natural. I, I don't like saying natural because you know, you're birthing either way, but they were like, you can have a VBAC if you wanted to. And I just was not recommended that. And I was like, no, I'm supposed to have a C-section. The doctor said C-section. And they're like, okay, well, just think about it. You are going into labor naturally, which is a good sign. You're two centimeters dilated. So it could be days. It could be a day. You know, we don't know how long it could be. And I just did not know what to do. I was screaming in pain. I just wanted the pain to go away. They're like, well, we can help the pain. So they, you know, they put in an epidural and it it felt okay for a second. And then I was just feeling more and more intense pain. And they're like, didn't understand why I was feeling that. And I just was re- it was getting really bad I didn't know what to do I hated the midwives I was screaming at them they were so annoying I want everyone was annoying every person was annoying let's be honest you know my poor husband was there just didn't know what to do at that point you know he could see me in so much pain he also was like you were told to have a c-section I don't know what we're doing 
And basically, I think it got to like three or four. I don't know timeline what time it is or what it was. But as I'm trying to think about what to do, they just were like, you were progressing. You're at four centimeters or five. You should just try do this. And I just kept complaining about the pain. And we found out later after I had the baby that the epidural was never clicked in. And I was just pressing it and it was just fluid was just going out onto the bed basically from it so that's why I was feeling everything anyways come to I also sent a message to Han updating her about what was happening I don't remember even doing that this was at 4 30 so it was around five o'clock and they were going to check the epidural to see what was going on and then they realized I was 10 centimeters dilated and it was like push time and I'm like what push time I don't even know how to push or what to do um but I just went for it and I feel like I sounded like an animal in the zoo I didn't didn't know what was happening my eyes were closed the whole time you know they're like do you want to like do you want and five pushes I think I did it but they're like do you want to feel the head I was like no my husband went and had a look at what was happening and they were I just yeah I just wanted to have my eyes closed I also was thinking this at the time. I'm in so much pain right now. And I am I even going to like this baby? <laughs> I was like, when she comes out, like, yeah, it was just, it was a crazy, crazy experience. I never thought I'd be able to do this. I was so thankful that I did because pain factor, I mean, yeah, it's crazy at the time, but there wasn't really an, a recovery. I I had two stitches. Yeah, it was uncomfortable for a little while, but nothing compared to what I went through with the C-section. She came out really small. She was only 2.4 kilos. My husband's like, oh, thank God <laughs> she's small. Um, but yeah, no, she was super tiny. And I feel like we were just in a daze for a very long time. Like, what just happened? That was not supposed to happen. What just happened? Did I really give birth this way? Because it's a bit also, it's quite rare to to go from a C-section to to having birth this way. So, yeah, it was all just taking it all in and by far one of the craziest experiences of my life. Um, my husband did film it halfway through. Um, and at first I was like, you filmed that? No. But then I went back and I actually ended up watching it. And it, it was really, it was really empowering to be honest I felt like I did that women are warriors women are incredible I honestly just yeah it was just an experience in itself and I had to share that with you because the other you know the other first my first labor was just not good at all not good even breastfeeding this time around has been different like I, I didn't have a milk supply with my first like tiny teeny little bit he was formula fed mainly um I just it was terrible milk wasn't coming in he scorched my nipples it was just awful and this time around even though yeah it was sore and painful and she kind of did the same I pushed through and I had milk and she is um breastfed this time and she's pretty chubby my little I felt bad my first one was so underweight and she's like the complete opposite she's got cheeks for days super chubby um yeah and just and again another another thing I didn't expect to be doing 
I was fine either way. I was like, I'm not going to put pressure on myself this time. Like, if, if I can't do it, I can't do it. If she gets formula, my other one's perfectly fine. But yeah, again, another completely different experience that I didn't expect to have. So she's, she's almost four months now. It has been nuts. I will be honest. Like, you know, a baby and a two-year-old is the most, is by far the hardest thing I've ever had to do and manage and juggle. It is hard most of the time. Do I lose my shit sometimes? Yes. Um, And I know it will get better. It's just funny. I saw a a mum in the park the other day and, you know, she saw me and I think she had kids the similar age gap, like just under two. And they were a bit older now. And she just looked at me and she said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I know you're in hell right now. I just want, and, and you know, it's going to get better. I feel like I wanted to <laughs> burst out in tears. Because, yeah, you do have your days. You don't have a minute to yourself. Literally nothing. Um, it's literally, uh, it's through, it's 24-7. It is. It really is. Um, so it's, yeah. And you have, you know, you're, you. I barely have conversations with my husband anymore. It's insane. I, I we, you know, it's hard. It's hard. It's fulfilling. It's amazing. And it's hard. I remember like by the time she was like seven weeks, we were like, okay, we need something. We have to do my husband in the middle of the night, one night went and bought this extravagant bassinet. I don't even call it bassinet. It's like a piece of technology called the snoo. Cause he was like, I need something to help us. He got this ridiculously expensive piece of furniture. I mean, it's beautiful. And it basically like it rocks your baby to sleep. You have an app. It tells you when they're calming her, when they're soothing her. Um, it's pretty good. I don't mind doing a review on it or posting about it on the um, on our Instagram page because it is pretty. It is pretty good. I wouldn't say it's a magic machine. It's not your private night nurse or anything like that. And it, you know, some for some it works better than others. It's no miracle worker, but I feel like we are getting a little bit more sleep this time around and maybe she's you know it is helping a little bit it's only up till they're six months so it's a lot to invest I think you can rent it as well but yeah that was one of those extravagant mid middle of the night purchases when you're just out of desperation (laughs) what do you do you get a snoo and you hope it works so to top it all off I think a couple months after I gave birth I wasn't feeling good. It was like COVID central in Sydney and and it still is. Um, and yeah, I wasn't feeling great and we didn't know what was going on. They're like, oh no, you don't go anywhere. It's not, it's not the COVID. It's not the COVID virus. No, it's not that. But like after a couple of days, I just did not feel good at all. And we had some, some rat tests and took the, took the test and it was like two strong red lines and I was like, I have COVID. My husband was like, no, you don't. I was like, yep, I do. Look. And they, I don't think anyone could believe it. And the next day we went and got everyone else tested. They were negative. I had it pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. The first few days were really, really bad. Also, I think it's also because I didn't get a chance to rest. I, My immune system was down and... I was dealing with COVID and I'm breastfeeding every two to three hours through the night. Like there was no switch off button. 
So I feel like my recovery took a lot longer. No one else tested positive in the house. And um, I, I, to be honest, we I didn't isolate. Like my husband was like, you know, if I'm going to get, I'm going to get it. Like it's how, how do you isolate? And with kids, how do you isolate? With babies, how do you isolate? You can't isolate. It's different when it's just adults in the house, or, you know, but also your symptoms, like you don't have symptoms and you can pass it through. So, yeah, it was bad. We we got through it. I lost my sense of smell. I still don't have a sense of 50% there. I knew I lost my sense of smell when I could not smell my two-year-old's nappies at all. No poos. Couldn't smell poos. Couldn't smell the cooking. Couldn't taste anything. It's now, I'd say, at a 50%. Um, I still get headaches here and there. And we thought we we thought everyone, you know, on the seventh and eighth day, my husband tested negative on a rat test. And we're like, okay, everyone's in the clear here. Everyone's in the clear. My doctor did say to assume the kids had it or have it. I'm sure my baby had it. We didn't test her, but she seemed fine. And um, the next day, my husband didn't feel good. It was like day eight. We took him to get a PCR test that came back negative. And then the next day, he's just like, I'm just going to go to the doctor because I'm not feeling good. I have negative tests, but something's not right. So the ninth day, he went to the doctors. The doctor said he could still possibly have COVID. They took swabs and he tested positive from the swab. So those rat tests, PCR tests, they can come up negative and you can still be you can still have it so then he went through it so it was another week of you know isolation and in everything that was our january i feel like our january was covid january yeah it wasn't fun i know people have but pretty mild and you know friends that have just were like yeah we just sunbaked and drank while we were in isolation i didn't feel it it was like i had a cough or i had a sniffle or I had a fever for a day I feel like we had it a bit worse I don't know what strain we had there are variants every other day isn't there so <laughs> it was yeah that was my January so to catch you all up that has been what has been going on in my life it's been a roller coaster it's been incredible it's been highs and lows and it's been insightful it's been different it's been everything all in one but I do I do thank you for listening to this episode if you you know it's yeah it's a catch-up it's the first time I've spoken for this long in my life I'm usually quite introverted but yeah thank you for listening we'll probably have a you know Hannah and I will be back together in the next episode and yeah just comment if you want to know anything more about my experience or if you've yeah gone through something similar please share share the stories with us listen keep listening keep listening to all our our old episodes if this didn't tickle your fancy and we will be back thank you for listening thanks so much and i'll talk to you soon bye